0: In my podcast, I will bring you interviews with not only these people, but also prominent local people who have helped shape the Hamptons. Welcome to Dan's Talks. My guest today is Zach Erdem, who is a restaurateur in the Hamptons, who is quite prominently known for a wide variety of things. Uh, He started a second restaurant and other restaurants, and he's uh, on the other end of this call, and Welcome to the podcast, Zach.
1: Hi, Dan. Great seeing you. Thanks for having me today. I'm happy to join your podcast. I've been listening to you all the time, and I've been very big fan of your paper that you created over the years ago. I love Dan's paper. It looks like Hampton Stapleton. Without dance, it's like there's no week, <laughs> goes through.
0: Without your restaurant on Main Street, uh, 75 Main, it wouldn't be the same place. By the way, I remember that place um, so many years ago. It was an Irish bar. Did you ever hear about it? I heard about that.
1: There was uh, many stories about it. The
0: place had been there
1: Yeah,
0: it had a a big, um, sort of a neon sign-up top. And uh, two drunks once. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And by this time, it had closed and reopened as a... French gay bar with balloons.
1: Oh,
0: wow. I, <laughs> I never I heard of it. I that. was on the street. <laughs> I was on the street. And the two of them stopped and looked at the sign. And then they looked, and then they looked inside and they said, What happened? <laughs> but that was a long time ago. When,
1: I wasn't when, even probably born then.
0: <laughs> when, did, when did 75 Maine has been around a while? How long? When did you first start it?
1: Then it's um, 2002 when I arrived to America. And so I was looking for I was looking for a place to stay. I was looking for, like, I was, like, born. So I had no clue about in America. I had no English. I had no friends. I had no, nothing, like, that I can use Where'd as a tool. Where
0: did you come from? I,
1: I'm from Turkey. So I came 2002 and looked around to find a place to work, like, create my living and it was kind of quite really difficult in manhattan and someone told me that i should go to hamptons they have better people there nice people you might find a job and basically start your life there and i did i did go to hamptons i remember the hampton Jutney bus get on the bus and end up on um, Southampton. then i went to the main street all the way down then walked to the beach and then i stayed at the beach a couple hours then came back to Main Street. Then I was looking for a uh, McDonald's to get some food or something to eat. I can't afford only McDonald's back then, so I didn't have anything else. There was no McDonald's on Main Street, so on the place that I was like going crazy for, it was 75 Main, it was a big variety at the were open, everyone was having a beautiful meal there. I walked in the place and went to Bar Street, and I told the bartender how much it cost, like and a burger. So he was like, uh, started laughing at me. I'm like, well, I would like to know. And I brought my, that was probably then, it was my first time eating in the restaurants, to be honest, in America. Mm. I did not go any restaurants back then. I didn't have any money, anything. So it was the first restaurant, professional restaurant that I walked in, there was 75 main. To The reason that I went there, I was looking for the McDonald's, but there was no McDonald's on Main Street back then. (laughs) So I asked the manager or the bartender how much it costs Diet Coke and uh, the burger. The guy was, uh, smi- he smiled and I was like, listen, don't worry about it. Have a seat. I'll <laughs> get you burger and Diet Coke. My Diet Coke came. I was drinking it, refilled it. And another one, and I probably had three Diet Cokes back then. And uh, the burger came. Then I was trying to explain to him that I was looking for a job. He's like, oh, I kind of figured out that you don't have money. stuff. He said, give me a couple minutes. Let me talk to my boss. And I don't know if you remember June's fire. June was the lady back then, owner of 75 Main.
0: Yes, I remember now.
1: Dr. June. So he called her and then she came in. I was sitting on one side of the bar. And uh, so the lady came in back then and she was sitting across to me and watching me like nonstop and smiling. And I kind of like, why is she watching me? And I smiled back. So I was like, well, it looks like some nice old lady. Ten minutes later, when I finished my burger, I was just told, trying to talk to the bartender. And he was like, I have a good news for you. What is it? I thought it was going to be a free meal. <laughs> and he wasn't going to charge because he knew I didn't have much money. And he was like, no, the lady was across to you that watched watching you and smiled in the last ten minutes. That was the boss. And she really, she really wants you to work here as a bartender she thinks you're really handsome and i think it'll be really good for our bar i think you're gonna be making so much money here and i'm like what is bartending job what do you what am i gonna do i have no clue about drinks and wines and the food or anything i this guy i was like there is no way i can do this job can you let me go to the kitchen and wash the dishes while she liked me i think she will give me a job i was thinking like she's gonna probably give me the dishwasher job he was like no um, you're a really very handsome boy and I think it's going to be good for a bar we'll teach you everything and the boss wants you to be bartender not dishwasher I refused him and I walked and I said do I have a job he was like yeah he was like okay I'm going back to the kitchen and I want to start washing the dishes then that guy was washing dishes there he became a solid person so I took his job that was, his name was Santiago I took his job as a dishwasher so they promote him as a salad like became a like salad person he started making salads and that guy Diego still works in my restaurant as a salad person <laughs> after 20 some years so the guy remembers me when I came back 2010 to bought the restaurant he was like I know this effing guy he was a dishwasher here he's not an owner <laughs> he didn't believe that I was I was the new owner 75 days. I'm like Diego we wash the dishes together. Why are you saying that? I bought this place now. I own the restaurant. It was like, no, F, no. I'm like, I swear, Diego, I own this place now. So, all those people that when I walked in, it was May 2010, and I walked straight to the kitchen. I said, guys, I'm the new owner of the 75 Main. I'm not going to fire anyone of you guys. I want everybody to stay with me. I will get everything ready. Let's work together bring your kids, bring everybody, help me clean up this place. Let's open up as soon as possible. Everyone, whoever worked there before, they all came to help me. And um, we basically did everything by the scratch then. I had no money to fix the floor or fix the bathrooms. As you know, the 75 main bathrooms, probably the most disgusting bathroom in the world. (laughs) So it's a little place that you walk in, you have people peeing next to you, the other one washing hand and the other says one. It was really kind of set up, very disgusting. But I couldn't do anything. I had no money to fix the place.
0: How did you come um, to get the restaurant?
1: Well, I, I work for Nello's. Have you Do you remember Nello's restaurant?
0: It uh, rings a bell. Yes, I do. It was in the post house.
1: Yes, that's my restaurant as well now. So I work for Nello. since As soon as I left 75 Main, they were like talking about Nello is opening in the Hamptons. Nello is going to be doing this. And the girls were like talking about it very highly about it. I'm like, okay, I'll go ask for a job. I went to a meeting with the general manager. And I walked in, you know, there's a big patio. I walked in, there was a, one guy sitting on the left side. There's four or five beautiful bottle rosé, ice and some food on the table by himself, loud music. And he screamed at me, like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm looking for Andre. And I have a job interview. I have 15 minutes. He said, come over here. Andre is not here. Let me talk to you. And I was kind of like, who the, this guy is like, it's like almost uh, two o'clock and he was drunk as hell. His face (laughs) is all red. It was classic Nello. So he's like, uh, you know, we started talking. I told him that I was a dishwasher. I have a 15 minutes break. I have to go back to my job. This word that I said, I'm responsible for my job. I have to go back in 15 minutes. Nello was like, I have to hire this guy. He told me all the story when he hired me. It was like, Remember, you told me you were like, I'm responsible for my job for 15 minutes break. I have I have to go back, wash my, wash my dishes. So that made Nello that like I have to have this guy in my restaurant. If this guy is responsible for the washing dishes, 15 minutes break and he really wants to go back, this guy is a real deal. So he was chasing me. And the same day, drunk Nello walks to 75 main asking for me. Everyone was like, "Why well, he's in the back in the kitchen. He's in the back. He sits in the bar, waits for me to come out to just say hi, or he wants to take me to his restaurant. I kind of like work. I didn't come in the front of the house. And next day, and then I get this hostess comes to me. was like, Zach, there was a guy named Nello or something. It might be a fake phone call, but he's calling you, which I never, ever get a phone call at 75 main restaurant under my name. I kind of find like I came with my dirty uniform and the back in the dishwasher, and I came and picked up the phone. And I was like, Zach, it's Nello. Come over. Like, I swear <laughs> like this. I'll wait for you 10 minutes immediately. I got up and I went back to the kitchen. I told the manager, I want a 10-minute break. He was like, yeah, go half an hour. Don't worry about it. I went Nello's and I started talking to him. Then he was like, when he found out I was Turkish, he was like, oh, my wife is Turkish. So he calls his wife. She was at the beach. Come immediately. I want you to meet this guy. So she comes right away. And then we sit down. Half an hour, we had the best conversation. And she was explaining my situation. And Nello, you know, I didn't speak English while I was back in the kitchen, didn't any, understand what he was saying. So she explained to me in Turkish and everything. And we had a clear picture. I'm like, okay, this is great. I went back 75 Main. I told Nello, I will give them my two weeks' notice. I don't want to leave them that way. It was like, are you kidding me? You said dishwasher. Nobody gives a shit about dishwasher. Just walk away. I said, no, I'm responsible. I'm gonna give them two weeks. They were so good to me. They gave me a chance to live, play everything. So he was basically like, No, you're a dishwasher, don't worry about it. I'm like, no. Then when I went back, 75 main, they were like very upset when I told them I was gonna leave. They were like, No, we have better plan for you. We're gonna make you bartender. Now you speak English at least a little bit. Now you know place. So they were begging me not to leave. I was like, I kept a couple of days, 75 main, and then I went to Nello's because everyone was talking about it. It was going to be a better future. That's how I started. And then at Nello, I worked for Nello eight years in Madison Avenue and Hampton store. Then I got fired 2010 uh, by Nello's partner, Mr. Marcos. And uh, he was, I mean, he was a Greek businessman. Somehow he didn't like me and he wanted to get rid of me. He did. But then... Uh, when I came back to the Hamptons, 2010, and it was, I think, ap- end of the April, I called June. At first, I texted her. I said, hey, do you remember me? I was your son. And I sent a text message to her. The 75 main clo was closed back then. She called me immediately, crying. And then on the same day, on seven hours or maybe more, I was on the phone with her, getting all the paperwork and everything ready Signing the lease, signing, taking over her lease and everything. I send oh. her $15,000, the money that I have left over. I didn't have anything. <laughs> I was make sure that she knows I'm serious. I took over 75 main, over seven hours phone call. I made her flew next morning to the IC airport, meet my attorney, sign all the legal papers. My attorney started doing all the legal paperwork and everything, DBA and everything. I will say over 24 hours, I became owner of 75 main. I had no clue that, look, listen, then it, we all, you know, get in the business, but you get in the business. As you basically, I grow up. It it gave me so much like chills. Like I'm like, is it real true?
0: It's Am I in
1: dream? Like I, I own this place now. And I remember one day we were so busy. We were packed as hell. There was a line to get in. I walked across the street in front of the chamber. There was a nice bench. I sit down there. Then I cried. I watched these people. I'm like, <laughs> is it for real i was pinching myself is it for real i own this place look at all those people who's these people where are they coming from whole thing changed Whole my life changed immediately after i got fired i became a very successful you know the southampton i loved more than anything else in the world it became my favorite place in the world and um, gave me the life otherwise i was going back to turkey after that visit I went to, you know, go to the beach and relax a little bit in the Hamptons. After that visit, I was going back to Turkey.
0: Where I did you grow up in Turkey?
1: I was born in eastern Turkey, very close to, like, uh, border Armenia and all those, Then the mountains.
0: So near the Kurdish area? Uh,
1: a little bit above the Kurdish area, but close. We were, like, there was a couple of places very close to the Kurdish. I'm not a Kurdish,
0: mm. um,
1: but uh, there is a lot of... Uh, the all the way east. We're close to kind of like Russia. Like you basically go to Gurjistan like two hours driving from my uh, my city, very close. And the winter is there like twenty feet snow. Then we lived in mountain, so there was no way to go in the city or anywhere else. Thank so you, it was
0: America quick.
1: Two thousand two. It was my dream. I found one paper when I was a shepherd in a mountain back in Turkey it was I don't even know I was like 11 year old I found a piece of paper by a railroad and there was all beautiful New York City pictures on it, all the buildings and a light up. I didn't know what that is we were living in the cave. I had no clue what this is. Yeah. I never seen those pictures and then took it that it was my dream to be there and immediately I showed my mom my mom was like no, these are all fake. How do you think this is gonna build these people? <laughs> this is bullshit. don't even throw in the garbage. I'm like, no mom, I want to go here. I saved oh. that paper until that paper it died itself in my pocket years over the years. I was watching that paper every day. I want to go here. I want to go here. When I was 18, then I was like, it's enough. I don't want to be shepherd anymore. I run from this uh, Turkey. I got on the train. I had no money to get a train. I hide myself in the train and the abode, all those suitcase people put it there. So yeah. I made sure nobody sees me. When the the guy who comes checks your the ticket. I was going up there and hiding myself under behind the suitcases. So I went all the way to the Istanbul three days train with train. So I made sure no one sees me, that I had no money. They will throw me out from somewhere if they catch me. And I made it. I made Istanbul. And then I get out of from the train. That was my brother used to live in the very, very like bad area in Istanbul. I called him. Um, I said, I'm in Istanbul and Haidar Pasha Karu. It is too far from my brother. He said he has no money, he has no car to come and get me. He said, trying to come over here. So how do I get there? What do you call that, the car j- hij- uh, hijack stuff? That, you know, you go down the street and just trying to stop the cars and take you wherever they go. So I got in the car and uh, made it uh, two days from uh, where I ended up with the train to get to my brother's place. took two days for me to make it there. And then my brother was living on the place that he was he used to work on the basement that kind of like kind of like, uh, like storage place so he put me little boxes that he said there's a space you can just create bed for yourself and then i stay with him then i was dying to go to school university then i got a university close by this the and that was it and then i got a student visa to america and uh, jump on the plane one way and that was it
0: <laughs> why, why, do you do, why do you think everybody loves to come to 75 million
1: well summer is gorgeous in the hamptons then everyone loves the hamptons in the gorgeous but winter is another winter wonderland it's beautiful quiet you still have a nice you know fresh breeze and people are nice restaurants are open and it's a uh, gorgeous being there like you know it's a different environment You don't expect the thousands of people, but we had quite a lot of people all over the place. This is Also, I don't know if you're aware of it, I have my TV show now called Serving the Hamptons. It's a reality show. We started filming in 2021, and the first season was in Discovery+. Plus. They loved it very much. They moved to HBO Max. Now we're on HBO Max, and the second season actually is coming on air on uh, February 2nd, next week Friday. Coming up, what's it called? it's called serving the hamptons then it's in, um, basically it's not about me and my restaurants it's about all hamptons montauk bridgehampton um, actually we did a nice party for dance you must watch it you will see which wiki is there we did an um, we filmed one of your um, power list we did your power we filmed the whole uh, story it's on one episode it's just a dance power list we, oh. we we did really good with that, actually. It was incredible. They did that in the Georgios and um, baden Hollow. I think, the golf place.
0: Yes. It, it was uh, incredible. So it's called Serving the Hamptons, and you can stream it on HBO Max next week.
1: Next week on Friday, yes.
0: And uh, is it will be available after that?
1: It will be available, yes, you know, lot of those uh, streaming platforms. You can go anytime you want to yes. watch it, it will be there forever. So you can like watch it.
0: Podcast. It's like this podcast.
1: Yes, exactly. It's like <laughs> this podcast forever. This is uh, this is very exciting, then you know everyone is talking about the Hamptons. How do we bring more people to Hamptons? How we make this Hampton much much better in the winter time. Like Southampton has a new mayor, he's a great guy, a new administration, love them very much. And now we had a meeting we are talking about it it's good that he comes ask you how we how we make the village better in the winter how we bring more people so this show i think look hbo max has 95 million subscribers it's a big deal then it will be million people is watching not just 75 million not just Zach's places it's all the hamptons we are all over the hamptons we film all over the beautiful beaches all the nice wineries so we try to show as much as possible good stuff around the Hamptons so the why people want to come to Hamptons watch the show see the, all the beautiful places I think HBO did a great job at the second season I think everyone is going to love it and it will be the of course it's a reality show lots of drama lots of you know fights and all stuff but there is a lot of beautiful places to see and find out what you can do in the Hamptons even the off season
0: um, there is, I have a question to ask you is my last question. How long did it take to put the lights up on the tree out front of your restaurant?
1: <laughs> I did, I did on my own with all those, my staff members and we didn't have those big, what do you call that? Uh, the letters then I did go all, I'm the skinniest one in my team. I was the one go all the way in the, up to the tree, all the little, little areas <laughs> to put that tree, it took me all, over a week. And it's still there, though. When we light it, it's a shine up nice. I, I'm sure you've seen it. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Been,
0: it's tree. So, And the much, <laughs> much, many other trees have gone up since. I think yours was the first. You see them in places like Palm Beach or Palo Alto lining the street. Correct. South right. Southampton, too. Southampton, too. Little, beautiful trees.
1: Now, next year, I'm going to make much better. Now, you remind me. I promise next year, I will make you will see when you walk in the hamptons the first thing you'll see my tree i'll make it much better <laughs>
0: zach thank you so much for being on the podcast and
1: and ben, uh, i love you i know you so long and um, i'm glad to be in this podcast and i hope to see you in the amen I
0: okay i'll come by
1: talk to you soon we'll have lunch one day okay bye-bye thanks for having me have a good day